You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. I am Charlie Newmark. I'm Jason Fry. You're listening to Monday morning. No, Monday. Oh, jeez. Man Talk Monday. Yep. It's a Monday after all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're listening to Man Talk Monday on the Gird Up Podcast. We're going to talk about some man stuff. If you've been listening, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about um, characteristics of masculinity and manhood. And today, we're going to add another one to the list. Today, we're going to talk about friendship. What does Webster say? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he's, <laughs> I feel like if we don't, if we don't, if we don't consult, consult Webster, Webster then it's not. Yeah. No, it's a, it's not a, it's not a man talk. What Monday? Bad case of the Mondays. These are always interesting. I feel like these are almost more entertaining than some of the things we talk about. Is listening to you read through the Webster's Webster's de- definition of the words. <laughs> so excited! Can't wait. Friendship. The emotions are conduct of friends. The state of being friends. A relationship between friends. A state of mutual trust and support between allied nations or people, I would say, you know, a state of mutual trust and support between two people is what I would go with. I think that's a good, good one right there. Go ahead. Friendship. Um, The thing about friendship, no. Um, (laughs) I had some friends. I could talk about it more. Yeah, like I feel like I'm not a an authority here on this because you have to have friends in order to have a friendship (laughs) with somebody. No, I thought we were friends. (laughs) This is the part where I tell Charlie we're we're, my one friend. This is the part where I tell Charlie we're not friends. (laughs) Oh man, it's about to get real here. Man talk Mondays. Um, well, when it when it comes to friendship, I, you know, you said something like mutual. Was it like mutual respect or mutual? What did Webster say? Webster said something about mutual something. A state of mutual trust and support. I, for me, like fr- like friendship is so important, and like not like friendship in the way of just the way that, like we're friends, like we have d- two halves of a bracelet or whatever, you know, like like best friends. Like to me, like friendship is something that provides like comfort, trust, right? Um, some you know someone that you can confide in a french uh, friendship is like the vehicle through which we 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 carry each other's burdens right and we we wrestle with you know wrestle with you know certain truths or um friendship is the way that we just we we learn right um for me like friendship is just you have to be picky about the people you have friendships with um and i'm not sure if that's something we want to talk about like right now but uh anytime i when i think of when i think of friendship it's friendships are just so important you know i don't know like i I think that's i'm gonna stop talking now otherwise i'll keep going (laughs) (laughs) well you've got you got brothers would you put your brothers in the friendship category Mm. um oh boy i don't think they're ever gonna listen to this so um (laughs) you know i my oldest brother my oldest brother is nine years older than me um my other brother is five years older than me i would say that we i would say that we have a friendship um as we've as we've gotten older, um, we've developed more of a friendship, more of a relationship with each other. Um, you know, my oldest brother, my two older brothers were into a lot of very different things than what I was. You know, like in high school, um, you know, was in doing the sports thing, which is kind of 
normal across the board for all the kids in our family. But I was, I was also doing like dramas and I was also in the choir. I was also in the band and I went into the ministry and both my brothers are, uh, they own their own like contracting businesses. They both raise uh, steers, um, you know, run a farm, um, kind of all kinds of irons in the fire type, type uh, individuals. And so, um, to say like, they're kind of, they're kind of rough around the edges in a good way. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, uh, they're uh, good old boys from Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, as, as we've all gotten older and matured, I would say that I have more of a friendship now than if you were to look 10 years ago, um, as far as how, how friendships go with my brother. So, yeah, well, I think there are tiers of friendship too. And that's kind of why I asked the question is that I don't have any brothers. So I, frankly, I just don't know what it's like to have brothers. Um, but that makes it really clear for me then, you know, like my different tiers of friendship or different, you know, concentric circles or whatever you want to say of then like, so my rule, I don't remember where I heard this, but my rule is always like, keep a basketball team, you know, like there should be you, know, you and three, four five other guys who are just like in each other's lives. Like you always know what's going on. You stay in touch. Like this is a, you know, these are, you know, my brothers is what I call them because like I said, I don't have any brothers. So I've got those a really three or four guys who are just like in everything I do. Mm-hmm. They always know, like we actually have scheduled phone conversations with them once a week. Like we're all up in each other's business in a good way and we can speak into each other's lives and we know what each other's temptations are and all that kind of stuff. And then you've got another range of just like, I'd, I'd say like 30 or 40 men who just are like, we're friends. Like we get together for lunch or breakfast or we see each other around town or, you know, that kind of thing. We're definitely friends. We know what's going on in each other's lives and that kind of thing for the most part. Um, but we don't necessarily see each other, seek it out all the time, you know? And I think that's valuable too. No, absolutely. And I can't agree with you more on just how the tiers of friendship work or like you said, the concentric, concentric circles or whatever you want to call it. Like, at least for me, as I got older, like I started to have like man friends that you'd say like, that you'd say, Hey, I love you. You know, like, love you. You good to hear from you. You know, um, have some guys that I call brother as well. And, and, uh, there's, there's no, I don't know, like there's, there's nothing to be embarrassed about being able to tell another guy that you love them because you do, right? Like it's, that sounds weird. Like it's just real, like real deep stuff we're talking about here. But the idea of like to have someone arm in arm, shoulder to shoulder with to go through life and be able to lean on and uh, trust completely. Like that's, that, that is love, right? That's, that's a, that's a way of showing love for somebody. Um, and I can't, I can't say enough for those friendships that I have where you can call them up, talk to them pretty much about whatever you want. Right. And, and there's an understanding there of there's going to be no judgment and, and having a friend also not just to not judge you, but also to help you point yourself in the, in a better direction, maybe where you're going, or even like a friend to call you out, you know, like, um, and whether it's about your spiritual health or mental health or your physical health, like someone that's willing to kind of hold the line with you. Right. Um, yeah. I think we don't see most of the time, even though sometimes we think we do, we don't always see what's going on in our own lives as clearly as we like to think we do. Like we have a massive bias about ourselves and that's a good thing because it keeps our confidence high. It keeps, you know, it keeps or low. <laughs> it's a bad thing sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, but like it, we have a sense of self, but it might take somebody else looking in and saying like, dude, that's not right. That's wrong. We have a sinful nature. And we need somebody to help us keep it in check. That's why God gave us other people to be around. Um, and and those aren't relationships that can be built overnight either. I think that um, you you hit on something big as you when you said as we as we've grown into men, like as as we get closer to um, 
Well, I guess we both are men technically at this point. <laughs> we ought to be at least. <laughs> I mean, nominally, we are nominally men. Anyway, like we, <laughs> we fit the bare minimum requirements, I think. As I've said many times, the whole reason behind the podcast is I wanted to be <laughs> more of a man. I wanted to be able to ask those questions. It's like, man, I'm not cutting it. Um, anyway, uh, but so there's a, I think it was Ben Folds. It was actually just popped up on YouTube. I didn't look it up. I think it was Ben Folds. Um, got back together with his high school band. So the like the rock band he was a part of, or whatever you want to call it, the pop punk whatever. I'm breathe. <laughs> got to back to together and with his garage band. Take two. From... <laughs> ben Folds getting back together with his high school band. Take two. All right, go. <laughs> um, so the uh, they get back together and he played with his with it, with his buddies they played with in high school. And the song that they played was called Old Friends. And one of the lines in the song was, uh, "You can't make new old friends." You can't make new old friends, and so um, what that that really I actually almost cried, which is nothing wrong with crying. Men cry. Men cry. Anyway, just not all the time. <laughs> not like with different oh, focus. That's all right. Hey, you know, there's there's you know, there's not just one definition of masculinity, right? Like you can be you can be a man and still cry on occasion, right? That's that's fine. That, that's a, that's okay. That's okay, Charlie. Like it's it's all right. All right. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> So you can't make new old friends. In order to have these kind of relationships, you can't like rush into it and and just like jump in and be like, "Yo, dude, you're cool. Let's be great friends." Like, make new friends. Go ahead and do that. Um, but you also have to like test the waters and and weather some stuff together as well, um, and really build like intentionally build good, strong relationships with your brothers. You know, you almost <laughs> not that you should date date your guy friends. Oh, you totally should. Um, Court but, them, but. <sighs> In a, no, no, no. Like, I'm trying to think of other words, but like, in a way, like, y- you should kind of interview the people that you're going to be friends with, right? Agreed. Like, um, I think a lot of times, like, if, if two guys have a mutual interest in one way, shape, or form, like, hey, we should hang out, right? And then maybe, you know, maybe like you've taken a, you know, not to suggest that everyone goes through a period of like drinking heavily or something like that, but for the most case, that happens a lot. And, you know, like, um, you go hang out and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, let's have a beer. Like, okay, sweet. So we have a beer. And then all of a sudden it's like a 12 pack down and, and you're having a good time. You know, Eric, I just said air quotes. You can't see that on the podcast. Um, but that's a, that's a bad influence right there. Right. And, and so be, be picky about your friends. It's something I, I talk to, um, our, our teens here at the church is it kind of, it kind of caught me off guard because we were talking about, um, in catechism class about how, how many of your friends at your school know that you're a Christian, right? And someone, one of the one of the kids said, "Well, I'm just not sure that if if I tell them, you know, like if I tell them I believe in the Bible, or if I tell them I'm a Christian, I'm afraid that my friends won't be my friend anymore." And what I really wanted to say at that point was, if your friends will stop being your friends because you're a Christian, then you shouldn't be friends with them. Those are not friends that you want in your life. And so often we see that where. You just attach yourself to people that have mutual interests and you have fun doing certain things together. But if if they knew, you know, if they knew you were a Christian or if they knew that you felt, you know, like think of the hot button topics today, right? Abortion, um, the the whole LGBTQAWRSTUV community, whatever that is, um, or um, even um, you know just the gender topic. Like if if someone found out, you know, if someone found out that like I personally believe that. 
um, from a Bible standpoint that life is a life and the lives are the lives are to be valued whether they're a two celled a two celled fetus or a grown person, right? And they say, "Well, we can't be friends anymore." I'd say, "Shoot, like, like yeah. it'd be nice to stay friends, but like, yeah, I, I guess I can't really be friends with you either." Like, because I. You certainly want to be influenced in your life, but like if someone's going to be an influence, like a bad influence, you kind of talked about before, like that's a friendship you shouldn't have. Say, well, as as anyone who's ever written a self help book would say, you are a reflection of the five people you spend the most time with. Absolutely, um, and different people will shade that in different ways and had different conversations about it. But it is basically true that the people you spend the most time with are going to be a tremendous influence on you, and you're going to start acting like that. You're going to start seeing their characteristics in you. And so you got to be really intentional about who you are spending time with. And people feel bad, I think, a lot of times about you know, like cutting people out of their life or whatever. But I think for the most part, a lot of times we don't actually have to do this like weird, dramatic, like have a confrontation and say, I'm cutting you out of my life because you're bad for me. It just might, might be like, a, no, man, I, I'm not going out with you tonight because I got other like, I want to... You know, I my, my emphasis on spending more time with my wife, or you know, I, I have other things I need to do, and uh, you know, this is this is more important to me than going out and having a beer. Or this is more important to me than you know whatever, or just legitimately saying like, no, nah, man, I'm not into that. Like, I, I don't want to do that with you, or or I've been realizing I've been doing this too much, or whatever that conversation is. It doesn't have to be this like confrontational, like I'm not your friend anymore, <laughs> and I'm deleting your phone number and never contact me again. Here's your bracelet back. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. <laughs> In fact, it might even be like a good influence saying, like they might ask you and say, like, dude, what did I do wrong? Like, why are we not having this? Or like, are we not friends anymore? And you might just be able to genuinely say, like, dude, when we get together, we drink way too much. I'm not cool with that. Um, <laughs> it might just be one of those where it's like, you know what? That's been on my heart and my mind too. You know, let's let's get together, but let's not drink so much. Or even further, why do you say that? No, What's the ex- big deal. And no, exactly. Charlie literally just took the words out of my out of my brain, out of my mouth. Like that could then turn into a good thing, right? Hey, you know what? Like personally, I just don't like. I just don't like every time we. It seems like every time we hang out, it's we're we're drinking, right? And. I, I enjoy spending time with it, but like, I don't like that we drink so much. Right. Mm-hmm. So can we do something else? Like, yeah, actually, you know, like I always feel like crap the next day and then you find something else to do. And now you've kind of like linked arms with another guy. Like, okay, let's maybe, let's maybe live better lives or, um, you know, if they're a Christian, like, okay, let's walk in a better light of, of Christ here. Right. Um, you know, like that's, you can turn being open and honest with that. That's friendship. Right. Um, because maybe like they think that they have to act a certain way to be your friend, and then they find out like, oh, he doesn't like that, really like to do that either. Oh, neither do I. Well, let's stop doing that. You know, like why? Why are we even doing this anymore? Right. And we keep coming back to drinking, but I mean, it goes for anything: bad language, oh, absolutely, um, sexual immorality of any kind, like all those kinds of things. They all fit together, um, and like those things you're trying to pull. Like if you're chasing, you know, a better. If you're trying to be closer to your heavenly father if you're trying to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth you're automatically things are going to start falling off of you right and so if that's one of those things that's falling off of you and a friend falls with it so be it oh absolutely better to uh go through life without a foot than never end up in heaven no absolutely and you know just on the on the idea of friendship and um thinking of in biblical terms like those you wonder like Cause we don't get every conversation that the disciples had with each other, you know, you know what I mean? Like I could just, I can only imagine like, what are the, th- what the thing, you know, when Jesus died, you know, and, 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 and came back to life uh, on Easter and, and then after those 40 days, he was gone. Like, you know, he was gone essentially, you know, physically from the, like couldn't see him anymore. Couldn't talk to him anymore the way that they did. 
I, I just can't, I can't imagine what those friendships were like and how they must've relied on each other so heavily. And, and, um, and the bond that they, they must've have. I, and I, I know it wasn't always smooth sailing with the disciples. Um, but man, like I guarantee that in their persecution, in their times of trials, they were leaning on each other, whether it was, I mean, they didn't have phones, like they didn't have the communication we have today. And so their friendships had to be even more founded, not only just in the word, but just founded in each other. Right. And, and, and to form that brotherhood that they must've had. Yeah. And to uh, finish it off, if you look at the apostles, especially Paul, like he talks about literally like pining for his friends and for his brothers, like talking about how much he misses them. He looks forward to seeing them and he's able to express that love um, and that compassionate concern that he has for his brothers. And he's not embarrassed about that longing to be with them either. So I think that's one of the things that I, I think I actually do a pretty good job of it is uh, like being able to express that to my friends and say like, hey, dude, I love you. You know, I can't wait to see you again. You know, I miss you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. But being able to have that conversation, <laughs> no, it's an important part of friendship too. Placing that value on each other and making sure that he understands how important he is to you and making sure you really understand how important you are to each other. Good fe- awesome. good like good like talk about feelings today almost too, along yeah. with friendship. So yeah. good man talk Monday. Awesome. Do you love me? I do. I do love you, Charlie. I love you too. We can always cut that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.